Hi. Welcome to Earthmakers, Sacred Stories and Queer Spaces. My name is Joey Bear. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm the grateful creator and host of this podcast. Take a deep breath. Settle in. This story is for you. There's an old Swedish folktale about a princess named Eris. And her extraordinary wedding. And I'd like to share it with you now. Once upon a time, in a faraway kingdom, a married couple who had been married for many years and raised a daughter, their princess, in their kingdom. In order to protect their kingdom, married her off to a dragon, a terrifying dragon, a giant, frightening, reptilian, fire-breathing dragon with malice in his heart and an enormous mammoth wingspan who had leveled entire cities and kingdoms with his flame. The king and queen had married their daughter off to this dragon as a gift in order to protect the future of their kingdom from destruction. The princess, of course, was filled with dread and disgust and anxiety. And before the promised wedding day, she ran off to find a local sage, someone she had heard a great deal about. And this wise woman, an ancient being, lived outside of the marketplace, deep in the woods. The young princess traveled and found the wise woman and asked her, must I marry the dragon? Please tell me there's another way. And the wise woman, without missing a beat, said, yes, this is your fate to marry the dragon. But on the day of your wedding, wear an outfit made of 10 layers so that on your wedding night, you need to remove each layer slowly, cautiously and meticulously.
And the princess left the wise woman on the outskirts of the marketplace. In despair, lacking hope. And the wedding day came and before the entire kingdom, the princess was married to the horrible dragon. And the giant beast that night picked the princess up in his arms and carried her to the wedding bed. And as the dragon began to advance toward her in the quiet of their room, she said, before I can give my heart to you, I must remove these 10 layers of clothing. And I must ask that you do the same. Remove one layer as I remove a layer. And as the princess began removing the layers slowly, cautiously, meticulously, the dragon too began to remove layers. He started with his outer scaly armor and with great effort shed the armor to the floor. He then began to remove the next layer and the next layer. And as he did so, it required greater and greater effort and strain. And then it began to hurt him and he began to weep before the princess. Trying desperately to ignore his tears, the princess continued to remove her own layers and watched as the dragon kept going one layer after another until all that was left was tender, raw, bloody flesh. And then he removed that layer as well, now full-on wailing on his knees on the floor of the bedroom. And he emerged. A man. A human. Naked. Trembling. But bright-eyed and full of wonder and love. And together, the tender man and the princess made love. And they lived happily ever after. I don't know about you, dear listener, but I'm in a season where I'm being required to continue removing layers of my armor. And just when I think I've removed the right number of layers, I am asked 
by the divine, by the power of love to remove more. You see, there's this question mark at the center of all life and the question mark hovers over this. What lies at the core of us? And why are we so afraid to get there? I thought after spending 10 plus years in the recovery community, different forms of treatment, multiple therapists, that I had done the work. I thought after coming out as transgender that I had done sufficient work in removing my layers. But it turns out I have more to go. Feels like I always have more to go. And it terrifies me because it's so fucking painful, isn't it? Isn't it painful sometimes to peel off those extra layers? We don't want to expose what's at the core and it hurts because not only does it take tremendous effort and oomph to remove those layers, it requires hurt a disoriented mind, a trembling body, a broken heart, grief. As we watch each layer fall to the ground, we may ask, will I ever get that layer back? That layer meant so much to me. And we find that rather than the layers clinging to us, we were clinging to them all along. And so I ask you today, no matter what age you are, no matter what your background is, what your present is, what your hopes for the future are, no matter how much work you think you've done, what layers of your life are you attaching yourself to? Are you clinging Two, that are keeping you from being fully in touch with that beautiful, sparkly-eyed you at the center of all. The real you, the authentic you, the one that you are here to be at last. Because that's what this, this, is all about this life being that person. When I was a little kid, I talked a lot and I had big emotions and I was a storyteller and sometimes the stories were true and sometimes they weren't kind of like Tom Sawyer.
And my parents and some of the other adults in my life used to tell me that I was too much sometimes. And when you grow up with that message embedded in your neurology, you start to believe that you are too much, that you are taking up too much space. And then you find yourself attached to the layer, the armor of fear. When I finally started transitioning, I turned to glitter, the power of glitter. (laughs) And uh, I wore glitter makeup, glitter eyeshadow and glitter eyeliner and facial glitter and glitter lotion. And I'm just such a big fan of glitter, of the sparkle. And I met with my old pastor for the first time since I started transitioning. She had never seen me in full regalia, I suppose. And we sat at a coffee shop table together. And as we sipped our coffee, we told stories and we laughed and we cried a little and we connected. And she leaned in at one point and said, I just love your glitter. And my immediate reaction was one of self-consciousness and fear. And instead of just receiving her compliment, I said, it's too much, isn't it? Like, it's a little too much. Let's be honest. And she locked eyes with me and she said, Joey, we do this life one time Wear all the fucking glitter you want to. Sometimes it's things like glitter. And how much we wear that helps us get in touch with that wide-eyed, awe-filled human. at our core. What is it that's going to help you remove your layers? And oh, I know it's easier said than done. And I know it's painful because right now, dear listeners, I must be fully honest with you. I am in a season of being held accountable and asked to keep peeling away layers. And it's gotten to the point where I'm starting to weep openly because it fucking hurts and I'm getting there I'm not there yet I'm getting there and I think the surprise of the Dharma in Buddhist teaching which is my spiritual tradition is that Once you think you've gotten there, there's probably another layer or two to remove. And there's this thing in me that just fucking hates that. I don't want to keep removing these layers. I just want to live my life. 
We are living our lives. And sometimes living, truly living, requires a shedding, as painful as it may be. Just know this. If you are listening to this episode today, you are not alone in shedding the layers. Find the people that will be with you in the shedding. Find the quiet space to count the in and out breath, to close your eyes and quietly meditate, or to do centering prayer, or to journal, or to paint, or to go fishing or bike riding. But you are not alone, no matter what path you take in the shedding. And I will be here too. Go ahead and email me at earthmakerspod at gmail.com if you need a listening ear. Also, I am in the process of finally building my practice, Earthmakers Spiritual Direction. And I'm offering spiritual direction sessions. If you are interested in doing spiritual direction with me, either in person or virtually, please email me at earthmakerspod at gmail.com or send me a DM or tweet at me at earthmakerspod on Twitter and I will be happy to get in touch with you. We're getting there. Take heart. We're getting there.